everyone, Pastor Yvette Gallinar here. The Table Talk segment that you're about to listen to is with myself as well as Pastor Ricky Jr., our son. And it was a great one in reference to the message that he gave this past Sunday on What Are You Thinking version 2.0. I hope you enjoy it. However, at the end of the video, for some reason, it got cut off. And I was about to read an article from Dr. Laura Sanger that I recently found in reference to the secrets of renewing your mind. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and copy that link in our YouTube channel on the comment section as well as, as our Facebook page. So I don't want you to miss out on reading that article and that was what we were going to close with. In the meantime, take a listen to this segment of Table Talk that I had with Pastor Ricky Jr. and I sure hope you enjoy it. God bless you. Take care. Well, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on another segment of Table Talk. I'm joined today by one of the ministers of our church at Word of Faith Global Ministries and our son, Pastor Ricky Jr. What's going on? Nothing much. Happy to be here. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, of course. I always love doing these. I love doing these with you as well. Uh, we, we have always such a good time talking about the Lord and rehashing messages. Right. That's basically what we're going to do today. Uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, we just want to welcome you. Uh, Table Talk is uh, pretty much a uh, segment where uh, we hash out messages from the past or recent messages, or we just have conversational topics on things that have to do with the Lord. Amen. So I'm super, super excited for today because Pastor Ricky Jr. actually brought a message this past Sunday, I wanted to rehash that message, just take out some of the really juicy things that you mentioned and some of the scripture verses as well. Uh, this topic is actually a series that we've touched on before. It is. Yeah. And it was our one of more one of the more popular series, actually, or topics rather. Yeah, it is. You know, here at Word of Faith Global <laughs> Ministries, we talk a lot about our words are powerful, mm -hmm. right? And we also speak a lot about how um, we need to always have our minds renewed according to the word of God and bring alignment to our thoughts That's right. to what God has to say and just funnel it through that filter of the word of God. Amen. Right. Um, so once again, thank you all for joining us uh, this evening. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and comment there on the YouTube channel. And if you're joining us on Facebook, do the same there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to our podcast. We are on podcasts as well. So we're super excited about that. Many people actually message me and, uh, and, and just uh, ask me if the messages are already uploaded because they love to listen to our messages on podcasts. So that's a great thing. Uh, yeah. So we've got several followers there. So that's great. Um, and if you like, you can visit us at our website at Word of Faith Global dot org word of faith global dot org we've got uh, our all of our library there of our messages as well as several other table talks such as these so you can just catch up with that as well so yeah we we're in this series in the month of july what are you thinking version 2.0 <laughs> that's right yeah it, it just so happens that last year i believe it was the month of july as well july that we and you know it's it's interesting because that was that was not um done on purpose that that it was last july and then this july we knew we wanted to bring a series again on yeah. 
what are our thoughts and renewing our minds and what are you thinking? But it just so happens that God, as God would have it, it would be exactly a year later. So yeah. we have the same series in July of, of 2021. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it worked out pretty well. It really did. So um, let's go ahead and, and hash out today's um, uh, table talk. Uh, you kicked off your message this past Sunday. Uh, and again, for those of you that may be didn't hear uh, Pastor Ricky's message, you can go back to our library and listen to it there. It's um, part three uh, of our uh, series in the month of July, but you kicked it off with Isaiah 55. And I know that you read the whole chapter, but I wanted to uh, just give a little bit of a foundation and hone in on just verse nine for now. Mm -hmm. And you um, read... For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts higher than your ways. Yeah. And my, uh, so are my ways, sorry, higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So you basically chose that scripture verse and the whole chapter uh, actually as, as a, a, a bouncing board, as a springboard mm -hmm. to the message that you gave. So you want to go exactly. ahead and, and, and talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are, are not our thoughts. And, um, you know, if you hear the message as a whole, you understand the reason that that scripture was essentially the, the foundational scripture of it. And then, um, really what it was is because, you know, various situations have, have happened and, you know, I'm sure everybody's experienced certain situations in their lives where it didn't make a lot of sense in the moment. And then after the fact, you come to realize, okay, this is what God had planned, or this is, this is what he was doing, or he did it in this way, and only he could have done it in this way. And so I, I think if anything, I, you know, the, the more you kind of go through situations, the more, you know, uh, tough circumstances uh, come up, and you kind of learn, and your faith is stretched, and you have this, you know, spiritual walk, you come to realize the fact that what is written in the book of Isaiah is exactly right that his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts, and what makes sense to us um, may not necessarily be the way that he, you know, chooses to do things, yeah. or what, what appears to be uh, the, the, the route that we think is best, right, is, is not, it's rarely ever the route that God takes, you know, and so he, I, I think personally, he probably does that in a way to um, show that he is God, and he, makes a way where there is no way yeah. and um he also does so because he sees things way differently than we do you know um and so yeah that's the reason that 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 that's the foundational scripture and like i mentioned if you if you you know you hear the message as a whole you understand you understand why yeah if if there's anything i can um point out here uh as we begin this is that uh, so many people appreciate your transparency ricky with whenever you're you're up on that pulpit um you know you you have god has given you uh, just this ability and this gift to just communicate transparency with people and uh and yes you're a minister of the church uh but we're all flesh and bone right we right. we are not to be put up on a pedestal and so uh, by you being transparent in in many of the ways that you are and many of the messages that you bring forth um people can so much relate, right? And that's one of the things that a lot of people appreciate from the messages that you bring. And this was no exception. <clears throat> this, this message you brought this past Sunday uh, was, you know, relatively transparent. And um, you did talk 
briefly, and you even showed a clip of last year's message that you gave and where you were back a year ago, exactly a year ago, pretty much. Uh, as yeah. a matter of fact, you preached on your 30th birthday this past Sunday. I did, uh, yeah. 17th, happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank um, you. But, uh, but yeah, you, 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 you grabbed a piece of the message that you gave last year because you were in a you were in a set of mind. You were in a different set of mind last year as you are this year. And my goodness, I hope that we all are, right? That we are, right. we are better for that. That we, um, you know, extrapolate what we have gained or we've learned from the past and make it better for our future, right? Sure. So I want you to talk a little bit about that and a little bit about why you chose to talk a little bit about last year's <laughs> message um and bring it into this year and and what you went through in that in that time frame can you just uh talk, talk a little bit about that yeah um and I'll, and I'll say excuse me for those that are watching if you happen to see me cough i'm i'm still kind of battling this uh this this stinking cough that just won't go away um so if i happen to mute for a moment it's it's because i'm trying to get this cough out but um yeah anyway so the, uh you're right i i opened up the message with a snippet of the the message that I had brought last year, um, the message premiered. I want to say it was July twenty fifth of last year, um, and like I, you know, like we said in the in the beginning of it, we're we're speaking off of the topic of what are you thinking. So essentially, what's what's going on in your mind? What are what are your thoughts? What's your thought process? How it is that you how, you know how are you sifting through the thoughts that come flying whizzing through your head uh, throughout the day? Are you renewing your mind? Are you letting your mind run free? And you know all all those kind of things and. You know, I think one of the biggest themes that we that we discussed last year was the fact that the that the the mind is is a battlefield of sorts. You know, and 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 there you could be waging war in your mind because you have thoughts of, uh, you know, you're you're anxious, you you're nervous, you don't know, and you're you know, there, there's so many things that are going on in your head, um, that can affect so much. And so, it was interesting that last year at the time that this you know this series was brought forth. Um, I, I was out of a job, you know, I, I, you know, unfortunately I was, I was working at a, at a local agency and it, and it didn't work out, you know, it's just one of the things it, it, it didn't work out. Um, that wasn't, that wasn't part of the plan. That's not what I was hoping for, but it, it didn't, it didn't pan out. Um, and it was the first time ever in my life that, that I had ever been, you know, unemployed and it's, um, you know, I'm unemployed, but I was also, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father. I got, at the time I had a two-year-old. And by the time I had brought that message, I was four months unemployed and Addie had just been born. She was three months old at that time. So I got a two-year-old, I got a three-month-old, you know, I'm married and I wake up in the morning and have no place to go. You know what I mean? Um, and so it was, I brought that message and in many ways, I, I brought that message for me, like I was preaching to myself. Um, you know, obviously when I, when I prepare a message, I ask the Lord, you know, what is it that you want to tell your people? What, you know, what do you, what do you have? Yeah. You know, what, what is it that I could communicate to the congregation? What are you trying to say? Um, and, and it was a message that came from a deeply, you know, um, out, you know, like I said, on, on Sunday, I wasn't, I wasn't in a great, in a great mental place because, you know, anybody who's ever experienced being unemployed and you know that it's not it's not an easy process you know it's not fun it's not enjoyable um and so you know it it, it and, it, and it feels as though it only gets worse the longer it goes in the sense that you feel all the more defeated 
you know and so in the on Sunday I had I had mess, uh, mentioned how you know the first month in I was you know okay you know all the all the common Christian cliches of you know God's gonna make a way he's gonna open a door where there is no door you know he's gonna make a way where there is no way and you know if, if one door closes hey the Lord's gonna open up an even better one and all you know you kind of get all those things and you say all those things and you know that that'll hold you up for a little bit and and then two months in and you're not getting any callbacks and then three months in and you're not getting any callbacks and no one's even entertaining you or giving you the time of day four months in you're in the same place and now it's you know it's really starting to you're really starting to feel the pressure here um and so I you know I, I felt defeated I felt like a like a failure I felt like a I felt like less of a of a man in many ways you know because I, I was not in a position to provide for my family in the way that in my view you should you know like you know, you, you provide for your family, you put, you put food on the table kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um, and so that really pushes back on your notion of what I am supposed to be doing as a quote unquote provider for the family. Granted, we, you know, we know that the Lord is our provider and stuff and, and he enables us to be able to work and, 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 and all that. But, you know, I, I feel, you know, I was raised in such a way that you work, you know, and, and, and you provide and you, you're, you know, you, that's, that's your role as a husband. That's your role as a father. And when that's taken away from you, you kind of like lose yourself a little bit. And that's where I was. And yet I had to bring a message last, uh, last year. And so I brought that message. And so what, what I did this past Sunday for the, you know, third installment of what are you thinking part two is I played a snippet of that. And, you know, I, I didn't share last year what was going on. You know, so when I had brought that message July 25th of last year, nobody knew that I was unemployed. Nobody knew that I was four months deep into that. Um, no one knew that. And if you hear the message, you'll hear this portion. But, you know, there was one job opportunity that I had sought. You know, I, I went after and I was being entertained and I was being, you know, all this stuff. And at the last minute when I was, you know, I felt like I was about to get over the hump. The Lord told me to pull the plug on it. Like he literally told me I need you to uh, to withdraw your candidacy for this job. And I, I talk about that in the message so you can, you know, you can hear that. And so I, you know, I, I didn't tell anybody that nobody knew that last year, everybody just, you know, here's Ricky and he brought a message like he does, you know, all the time. And so this year I felt the need that, you know what, we're a year later, a lot has changed, doors have been opened. And so I think it would be a good thing to um, let the congregation, let the congregation know this is where I was when I brought that message. Yeah. This is what was going on. And so when you hear that message, just know that this is the context of that message in terms of what was happening in my, in my mind, where I was when I was delivering that message. Um, and yeah, that was, that was it. That was it. And, you know, like, to your point earlier, as far as me being, um, you know, open and honest, I, I think there's, I think that's the only way to, to bring a word. You know, I think um, this is real life. Yeah. And we experience real things and we are fighting real battles. Yeah. And so to, to, you know, stand behind a pulpit and preach as though that's not the case would be uh, a disservice to the congregation. And it wouldn't be reflective of what's happening on the day-to-day -day basis in our day-to-day -day walk with, with Christ, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It, it shows um, our reliancy on the father that we right. have to rely on him no matter what, because if sure. we put ourselves way up here and think that we've figured it all out mm -hmm. and that we've got it all taken care of and that we're the ones, we're the sole provider, we're the, we're the sole it person and we've got it all 
you know, figured out, then you have no space for, for the Lord. Yeah. And so we, we have to come to a place of transparency and, and, and be able to share the word of God that way and to share what we've learned. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And, you know, the Bible says that we, we go from glory to glory. So, you know, this is a work in progress. Exactly. We don't don't just arrive, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and I don't believe we'll arrive until we're face to face with him and we're in our glorified bodies, you know? Exactly. Uh, So in reality that that's appreciated uh, in more ways than one. I remember, and, you know, I have to say being your mother (laughs) And obviously, Pastor Ricky, your dad being your father, it was a really difficult time for us as parents. Yeah. Because, uh, and you know, being a parent now, right? How much you love your children and how much you want to be there for your children, provide for your children. Um, You want to be that safe haven for your children all the time, no matter how old they are, even 30 years old. Yeah. (laughs) I was 29 at the time, though. 29, well, whatever. <laughs> but wait till Judah t- turns 29 and 30. Yeah, Let's I know. I know. And, and, and Addie as well. You're going to look back and you're going to say, man, I remember my mom saying the same thing and my dad saying the same thing. No matter how old yeah. you are, buddy, it's the truth. You could be 80 <laughs> and we could I know. be 100. <laughs> and we still, you know, have this, um, you know, this, this deep, uh, love and wanting to protect our children and and be there for our children so besides the fact that it was difficult for you it was really difficult for dad and I as well Mm -hmm. because we wanted so much for you to get over that hump and and I I believe that I believe that it was in a way a test of faith oh it for sure was not just for you but for I'm going to talk I'm not going to put words in your father's mouth, but I can say mm-hmm. for me personally, it was a test of faith for me as well, yeah. because even though we were interceding for you all the time, um, constantly, and, you know, truth be told, I was even trying to help you find, you know, yeah. of employment, you know, did you check this? Did you see indeed? Did you see yeah. like link LinkedIn? Did you see, yeah. Yeah. you know, so I was kind of helping you along because that's what a mother well, does. That's what a mom does. Right. You know? So it was a test of faith for me as well, you know, because yeah. I was trying to uh, be that intercessor, intercessory prayer warrior for you as well, mm-hmm. you know, be that pillar <laughs> behind the scenes and just, you know, going to, you know, the throne of grace and just asking the father to intercede for you. And, you know, yeah. I, I get emotional thinking about it because I, I know that during that time, you talked about a position that was wide, the doors went wide open for you. And this was a job that you really, really wanted. And you want, you went through a series of interviews and you were this close to getting that job this close. And you really wanted that. You felt that that was almost as if it was your dream job. Yeah. Right. And for God to tell you, nope, Nope. That's not for you. I've let you go this far. However, this is not for you. That was a huge test of faith. I I mean, it's almost like, um, uh, 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 you know, the the story of, uh, uh, there's no comparison, obviously. Please don't don't email me and don't (laughs) Don't shoot me a message. (laughs) There's no comparison, obviously. 
but think about Abraham, you know, and, 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 and <laughs> okay, go, go, uh, go, you know, sacrifice your child. And then at the end, nope, that's not what I really wanted. You know, yeah. it's kind of sort of like God works that way sometimes. Yeah. Why? Because it's a test of faith. How mm -hmm. much are you going to really trust me? Yeah. Are you really willing to really, truly put your faith in me and not in a position, mm -hmm. not in a job, not in a career? But in me. Yeah. And that was a huge test of faith. And I, I believe, you know, uh, not for not for anything, because I know, you know, you're my son, obviously, but I, I believe that you passed that test there at that moment when you said, Oh God, <laughs> all right, if I really, if this is really you telling me to 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 um remove my application from this job, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna trust you. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so going back to what we were talking about a minute ago, you know, your your mindset, speaking about our thoughts, our pro the process, the battlefield that we go through our minds, your your thought process in July of 2021 versus your thought process now, mm. like you said earlier, in hindsight, since it is 2020, now you can better understand a little bit of what God was doing in your life. Would you yeah. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I, I still think that there are elements of the, the situation as a whole that, um, you know, still don't make sense to me entirely. And I, and I think that's part of it. I, I, you know, I, I think that when we go through a struggle and a battle, we'll look back at it perhaps a year later and there'll be aspects of it that you're like, ah, yes, now I see why God did that. And then there might be some elements of it where you're like, yeah, it's still a little hazy for me. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. You know, I, I think I know why God asked me to pull the pull the plug on that one on that one job. Um, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Right. You know, and it's it's just kind of all speculative at, at this point. You know, I'm not. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, at the end of it, it took six months, you know, from from, you know, not from not having a job to finally having one. Right. Um, it took six months. And so, you know, I could sit and think, well, I don't know why it took God that long. You know, because I, I do believe that the position that I that I that I ended up getting was entirely him, you yeah. know, because this was I mean, it came out of the woodworks, really. I mean, it just came out of nowhere, this right. position. And as it turned out, it, it was it was a phenomenal opportunity that came up. Yeah. You know, I wasn't searching for it, per se, in the sense that, like, I was actively looking for this role or this organization in the same way that I was the other one. Right. You know, I just kind of stumbled upon it. And when it came down to it, 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 it's turned out to be, you know, one of the greatest blessings that I've had in, in my life, no doubt, as far as, you know, career and, and jobs are concerned. Um, but, you know, so, but I don't know, okay, like, God, why did it, why did it take six months? You know, could I have learned the lesson in four or maybe three? You know, I, I don't know, maybe I, his ways are higher than, than our ways. It had to be six months for a reason. I don't yeah. know what it is. I'm, I may, may not never know. Or I, may, I may not ever find out, you know, but, this might and be it's okay. And, and that's all right. That's all right. But there are elements of, you know, the situation as a whole, looking back that I can see perfectly crystal clear. And I could say, okay, yeah, well, this is where I was off. Or this is where, you know, um, and, and I share those things in the message, you know, in the sense that, like I, like I said, you know, a month in your faith is up two months in, it's like, man, it's getting a little, you know, it's being challenged three months in, getting checked four months in it's really getting checked right now five months in 
this is this is no joke six months in you're kind of hopeless you know, you know what I mean and so yeah. I, I I I looking back definitely saw the I don't want to say progression of my faith but you know how how it literally just went from up here down and down and went you know and I and I think that in many ways that's a result of my thought process in many ways that's uh that was unhealthy thinking on my part um uh, of just allowing the thoughts of being a failure, of being a loser, being un, you know incapable of of providing, you know it was it was all those thoughts, you know all those thoughts and and after after a while when the when the situation is tough enough, it's a heck of a lot easier to just mull on those thoughts and sit and and soak in those thoughts than it is to try and combat them and say no that's not what God says about me, you know I am more than a conqueror, you know. Uh, it, you know, if he's with me, who could be against me? You know, like it, it, who it's so much more difficult to try to push back yes. than it is to just be taken out by the wave, Yes. you know, per se. And so I look back at it and I say, you know what? I may not know the answer to some things, but here's some things I do know. I dropped the fall. I dropped. I didn't have the endurance that that was needed for this. I lost, you know, like I lost stamina. You know, I lost some stamina and that is reflective of, you know, of, of not properly, uh, you know, managing the thoughts that were in my mind. I think that was a component of it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's, you know, that looking back on it, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And so I, I would say that I hated being unemployed. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything about it that I liked, yeah. you know, I mean, sure. You're, you're, I was home a little bit, you know, more and I was, you know, I spent more time with the kids and truth be told, I, I was able to see my daughter, you know, be born in the hospital. And I was there when, when we brought her home and I was and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, put the, put all that aside. I hated it. I absolutely hated not being able to, to provide in the way that, that I felt I should, but I do feel that, um, God used that situation or we can argue God created that situation to grow my faith and to open the doors for something far better for me. Right. You know, to close the door on some place that didn't have a future and bring me to a place that does. Right. You know, and so he had to do it that way because throughout that process, he was also going to teach me things about my own faith mm. and my own thinking. And I guess in my head, I think, how else would God have shown me that? Right. Because I'm not smart enough to, you know, to, to be woken up in the middle of the night and the Lord say, like, I'm going to teach you this lesson. Like, it's almost, it's all like, it's kind of like, you know, I, I took, uh, you know, I took karate lessons online. What? <laughs> like, did you, did you engage with anybody? Did you get into any, did you, did you, you know, spar? Did you, you know? No, no, I did it all online. Like, then you didn't learn anything. You may have learned some stuff to be able to say that you've done some stuff, but in practice, can you actually apply it in practice? And so, you know, we could preach left and right about, you know, what are you thinking and your thought process and renewing your mind, taking captive your thoughts and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, okay, that's cool. What about when you don't have a job? Right. How does that all work out? Yeah. Let's see, you know? And so there I was. yeah. Anyways, I, I can keep going, but go ahead. No, it's, it's fantastic. I, I think that in the end, you know, you're, first of all, you're helping so many other people uh, with your experience, with the message you brought last year, 
as well as the message you brought this year. Mm -hmm. It helps so many people because it might not be a lack of a job that mm -hmm. they're going through. It yeah. might be anything. It might be issues that they're having with their children or, or marriage or with their boss, whatever, whatever yeah. the, the, the area that they're in now, whatever the mm -hmm. phase that they're in now or the testing that mm -hmm. they're currently going through, this helps. Because yeah. in the end, really, we are accountable for our own thoughts, are we not? Mm -hmm. we, have yeah. to, we have to keep our thoughts in check. I remember last year, I have, believe it or not, I pulled up the notes from last year, uh -huh. the message that you gave. And as a matter of fact, you were right. It was July 25th that you gave that message last year. And um, <clears throat> you entitled it, not only what, but how. Yeah. That's what you entitled the message. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I have up here. Yeah. And you talked a lot about battlefield and war. Mm -hmm. And um, you said wars cost a lot, yeah. no matter if it's a physical or mental one. Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying our mental battles cost us our peace, our job, our mm -hmm. relationships, our, phys our, our physical being, our faith in the Lord. And then you went on to say something that uh, I wish I had a way of highlighting it here in my notepad on my phone, but maybe you can show me that later. But you wrote, you, I wrote here that you said um, the most valuable piece of real estate that we possess is the space between our ears. Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. I remember that. And um you said we can't stop them from arriving or flash through our brain, but we can flip them. Yeah. So, you know, go touching on that a little bit more, you know, I, I, I'm bringing part four next Sunday. Okay. And, and I've entitled, this is a little, a little preview. So for those of you that are listening to this before Sunday, um, the preview is that I entitled it. It's time to refocus. It's go. time to refocus. And, 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 it, and it's true because like you were explaining a minute ago, when we, when you have those thought processes, you know, you can come from a place of, man, I'm full of faith here. This is my mm -hmm. first month without a job. Okay. I'm full of faith. All right. You know, I have this challenge in my life right now, whatever it might be. I'm full of faith. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And then you go through your day today mm -hmm. and you allow your mind to enter into this battlefield yeah. where, you know, not just, we know that the enemy is going to throw those targets at us. Mm -hmm. That's a for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we're our own enemies. Yeah. And, and we entertain those thoughts. Right. That, that yeah. although we might be, you know, saying, yeah, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And the next minute, it's like talking out of this, both sides of your mouth. Both sides of your mouth, yeah. Then the same thing happens with our minds. Then the, the next thing we know, we're entertaining thoughts that yeah. come to our minds that are completely contrary to what we just confessed. Exactly, yeah. So when we stay there, when we camp, when we build a campfire mm -hmm. and we camp out there, right. you know, we're not refocusing. We're mm -hmm. allowing you know, our, our minds to entertain those toxic, toxic thinking, those toxic yeah. thoughts, like Dr. Caroline Lee has said many a times, right? 
And, and, and I believe that that's something we can get to a place. I mean, God has given us the key through Jesus Christ, his son. It, it, is, it is absolutely a powerful thing to take control of our thoughts mm -hmm. and bring them to the obedience of Christ yeah. and pull down those strongholds that want to take control of our minds and our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and I believe that we have the key and that key is found in his word. That key is found in his promises. Right. Yeah, I you agree. Know? So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to take over the whole conversation, but if you have anything that came out of any of what I just mentioned, you know, if, if you want to chime in, uh, but it is, we have to refocus. Yeah. Focus our thoughts. For sure. For sure. I, you know, the, I, I entitled it not only what, but how, because my premise of the message last year and in large part, what my, the premise of my message this year was, was um, that, you know, the difference between seeing God's hand in a situation or not is how actively engaged we are in our thought process. In other words, are we, are we just letting our thought, like our mind just run and not checking those thoughts? Right. Or are we actually engaged and waging war against those thoughts that don't align with the word of God? And so the difference there, you know, of being engaged or not can make all the difference, yeah. you know, so you can, I, I, you could sit there and just allow all sorts of things to cross your mind, whether you're a failure, you know, uh, nobody loved you, you're, you, you've messed up far too much, right. you know, things aren't going to get any better for you, you know, right. this is it, this is the end for you, this is, this is how it all ends for you, or, uh, you know, get used to it, because this is it, you know, or like, there's no future for you, uh, you know, whatever those thoughts are, you can either sit there and just kind of like, I don't know, maybe there is no future for me. Maybe I have, I have dropped the ball, you know, one too many times and I, I can't, like, this is, I'm, I'm done here. Yeah. Or you could combat those thoughts with the word of God. And so how, how you see God's moving in a certain, in a situation is, is, is in my view tied to that, to, to, to your engagement, to, are yes. you, if you're waging war, are you actually waging it though? Or are you saying you're waging it, but not actually, you know, are you yes. renewing your mind? Are you actually taking your thoughts captive as it says in the word, you know, taking right. means that you're doing it actively. You don't do it passively. Right. You do it actively. You're doing it. You're, you're making the conscious decision to, to, to see a thought and say that, that ain't right. That ain't it. That's not what God says about me. Right. This is what God says about me. Right. Yeah. And, and that's how you flip it, you know? Um, but yeah, the, the war, the wars are lost in, in the mind. They, they just are, you know, um, I, I think in, in the, the first time I had brought a message, I, I used a, an example of a UFC fighter. There was a, a UFC fight a few years back. Yeah. Um, and, and um, it was Conor McGregor, the, the Irish, the Irish guy, Conor McGregor. And I want to say it was Dustin Poirier, who's an American fighter. And how um, Connor just trash talked him for months, you know, months and months leading up to the fight. He just, the guy was, the guy's a professional trash talker. You know what I mean? Like he was just one of those guys. And, and when it came down to it, Dustin lost the fight. And in many ways, you know, he, he says it after the fact, in many ways, he's like, he, he, he said in interviews, he got in my head. He just got in my head. And, you know, and he questioned himself. He questioned his abilities. Right. He questioned his, you know, who he was as a fighter, all of his training, all the things that he's done. Well, as it, as it turns out, Dustin's beat Connor now twice in a right. row, yeah. you know, but he's in a different mental place entirely. Exactly. Exactly. And so the young, the young guy that was, 
that that was once moved by that constant badgering wasn't moved again in the future yeah you know now he was confident now he was confident in his in his abilities and he recognized that i you know that he lost the first fight because he allowed him to get to get to him you know and you see that in all sorts of sports and athletics and sure. stuff you know I'm, like michael jordan was an avid trash talker you know anytime he played or whatever um and and that's what happens it, it just begins to to chip away and wear you down and yeah. wear you down and wear you down and wear you down to the point where you're like you know what maybe maybe this is it maybe yeah. they're right yeah you it's, know, strategic. Maybe, it's strategic it's it is strategic so, th- so think about that as think about that the trash talkers in the sports uh air arena think about that as the enemy mm-hmm. right <laughs> who trash right. talks us all the time mm-hmm. and then constantly constantly yeah. you know because there's nothing worse than a victorious christian a christian that knows who they are in christ and so if i could if he if he could um if he could challenge and call to question your identity in christ and make right. you question who you are and whether you're forgiven whether there's grace and favor upon your life whether god truly loves you whether he's involved whether he's looking after you and he's and he'll provide for you whether he's that father that that heavenly father that we view him as if he could call to question all of those things, then he could ruin y- your your perception of who you are as an individual, as a as a as a as a member of the body of Christ, as a member of His family. He yeah. could cause you to question all of that, you know. And then you 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 find yourself living in a place not of victory through Christ, but a place of defeat through your own doing, through your own, you know, just by just allowing your mind to slip and 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 in many ways just kind of giving over the keys to your mind to the enemy and saying, look here, you know, like, I think you're right. I think you might be right. Yeah. And the reason for that is because it's a heck of a lot easier to believe those things. Cause you know, I, I said, uh, um, in, in the message this past Sunday, I said that the gospel, really the whole word of God, it's not even just the gospel. The whole word of God is divisive. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it like, it comes down hard in the sense that it's like, there's not a whole lot of, I mean, it's like, this is what it is. And it pushes against the grain really hard. You know, it swims up, it pushes upstream. It's not easy. It's tough. It's challenging. And so it's difficult to be in circumstances where, you know, may not be uh, necessarily reflective of victory to then consider yourself to be a conqueror through Christ. That's hard. Yeah. that's against the grain that doesn't feel good because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel real because i'm like look at, look at my circumstances right now how am i more than a conqueror you right. know right. how is god you know going to supply all my needs like how how like it doesn't sure sex doesn't look that way obviously that's where your faith steps in right. but you know the word it's is hard and so i say all of that to say that you know what i get it if you've allowed if you've allowed yourself to get to a place of complacency and relaxation and just, you know, just, I'm super lax about the way the, the thoughts that come in through my head. Like, I get it. It's easier to be that way. Right. Far easier to be that way. However, you might be sacrificing your future and all the plans and promises that God has for you by just allowing yourself to be completely drowned in the lies that the enemy tells you. And believe me, he's going to tell you them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely for for um transparency's sake um <clears throat> this 
this type of series to me hits home a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know, but for our listening audience that doesn't know, um, my father, uh, your grandfather actually suffered from obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. OCD in short. Uh, many of you that know me may or may not know that those, those of you that have known me for a very long period of time, you know that that's the case. Um, he struggled with that for many years. He actually, unfortunately, had to take medication for that. And it wasn't, you know, OCD comes in many forms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it comes, you, you've heard of people who have, uh, you know, like Howie Mandel, for example, who has uh, obsessive compulsive disorder with, you know, being, he's a germaphobic. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's a, that's a part of OCD. Yeah. Um, and then there's many other facets of obsessive compulsive disorder. In my father's uh, um, case, uh, he had these thoughts and Mm -hmm. these thoughts captivated him in a way where he he couldn't live peacefully unless he Mm -hmm. was, you know, he took medication. And uh, some of the things that he was shared with, you know, uh, your abuela, my mom, you know, were, were, were crazy thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. some thoughts that would come through to his mind, you know, and, and, and he knew that, that it wasn't rational. He knew he wasn't thinking rationally, but still they were coming in, you know, those yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And, uh, and I say that because um, dad wasn't in a place um, spiritually, mentally, uh, uh, or, or even physically at the time, he didn't know the Lord mm-hmm. the way that you and I know the Lord, for example. I led him to the Lord yeah. a couple times. And before he, he passed, he, I know for a fact he had an encounter with God. And maybe that's a message for another day. Yeah. We'll talk for another day, but it's powerful. But, um, but at that time, he couldn't battle uh, these thoughts with God's word because he wasn't in that, in that, in that capacity, he didn't have that capacity. He didn't, he didn't know the Lord. He didn't know the word. So it, it, he was basically floating on the prayers of, you know, me and, and my siblings and Abuela, yeah. for example, and things like that. But I say that to say that, you know, a lot of times um, we entertain thoughts about what our parents went through, mm-hmm. whether it be an illness a disease, Mm -hmm. ailment, or what have you. And um, truth be told, a lot of times doctors will tell you, well, those things are hereditary, you know, cancer, you know, has your family, has anybody in your family had breast cancer, you know, whatever cancer, whatever. And a history of such and such. Yeah, Yeah. you have to fill those out in your application sometimes, you know, in your medical history and all that good stuff. I say that because there have been times in my life where I have visited those thoughts of what dad went through. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the enemy has come at me with, well, you can very well be, you know, start having OCD, you know, and start having some of these thoughts. Yeah. And, and I, the reason I say this is because, and why this series and this topic is very near and dear to me is because we we have to actively actively pass every thought through god's word yeah right and, and engage with them 
engage because if we don't if we if we do not um if we don't if we act if we don't act if we don't engage my goodness my thought my my uh, <laughs> out here if we don't engage in those thought processes we can we can see doom okay oh, yeah. we can literally believe those things we can literally get to a place where we are in our lowest of lowest and trust me i've seen it i've seen yeah. it in my father's life and yeah I don't ever want anybody in my family or myself included to ever go through something like that. And I know for a fact that my mom, your, your grandmother went through so much, mm -hmm. so, so much with Abuelo, you know, and, and, and the things that he went through in his life, uh, you know, during that time of, of, of OCD that he had. But I can understand. Mm -hmm. I can understand that battlefield. Yeah. I can understand... Yeah. Uh, actively coming against those thoughts that that i want to entertain but i should <laughs> never entertain of course yeah i should i should actively push back against those thoughts mm -hmm. because they don't belong to me right i am yeah. more than a conqueror through christ jesus i yeah. can take those thought captive to the obedience of christ i can pull down strongholds and, and and thoughts that come against the knowledge of Christ. I can do those things. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. So when we take the word of God at face value or at yeah. faith value, I should say, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we take his word and we put it to action and we mm -hmm. and we literally come against those things that want to uh want to destroy us because it comes through the the it all comes through the filter of our minds. Yeah. And, and, and I believe that we can do this. We can do this as a, um, a Christ believer, as a, as, a, as a church. I believe that we can overcome these things, these thoughts that come in our minds that, that don't line up with God's word. I believe that we can overcome them. I but agree. it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. It's a daily process. It's a daily, yeah, it absolutely is. It's an hourly process. It's an hourly process. You know, it's, it's, you know? it's a, I mean, it feels like it's minute by minute sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it can be daunting and it could be yeah. tiring. I understand that. However, the more you practice God's word, the more that you that, that you know scripture, the more you know his word, the more you're yeah. going to know him and the more you're going to know his thoughts about you. And the more yeah. you're going to know that as high as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts yeah. higher than our thoughts. So the more we know those things that are based on his word, the more we can conquer them. And I believe that it can get easier. It, yeah, for sure. It could, it could definitely get easier. It could definitely get easier. It doesn't mean that it becomes easy. No. It could just be easier though. Easier. You, know, you, might, you might know a little bit better. You yeah. know, you, you, you begin to saturate your mind more and more with the word and, and what used to be a ton of thoughts isn't as many now, you know, I think, right. uh, you know, as, as so long as we're, you know, we're, we're living in this world, those thoughts will come up at, at times. Um, but you just get better at combating them. You know, yeah. you just get, you just get wiser. Yeah. You know, you, you have, you have way more, uh, you know, spiritual wisdom and knowledge. And, yeah. and so you combat them better, you know? Yeah. I would say, I would say that 
the quicker we combat them, the better. Yeah. In other words, those, uh, uh, have you ever had random thoughts? Who doesn't have, who hasn't had random thoughts? Like all of a sudden sure. we have a random thought and we say, where did that come from? You know, or yeah. why am I even thinking that? Right. But immediately you take it captain yeah. immediately you take you you come against it immediately you replace those thoughts with thoughts you know completely contrary to that thought you know and and right. bring that thought to submission to god's word but the quicker that we do it i think that way better the, the better it is because yeah. again when we camp those camp out on that toxic thinking is mm -hmm. when we can very easily go downhill yeah yeah for sure for sure it's, you just you can't let it take root, you know. Can't you can't. can't let it take root. So the minute that it the minute that it lands, you you uproot it. Nope, this ain't this isn't it. This isn't right. This is a this is a thought designed specifically to, you know, keep me anxious, keep me up at night, you know, uh, to cause me to question it. Nope, I know what this is. And then you replace it. And you replace what it. What God yeah. has to say about it. Right. Right. You know? I want to end with a couple of other quotes that you gave, um, since I have it here in front of me uh, for of the message you gave last year, because I know it coincided so much with this message that you gave, but uh, <clears throat> you said as well, uh, our war in our minds is lost because of our mental passivity. Yeah. We allow our minds to drift. Yeah. So we, we can't let those wandering thoughts drift, you know, and then yep. just like, I, I picture it as those little floaters and then they want to mm -hmm. like, ah, and then they rest mm -hmm. there and you, you're entertaining them, but you gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta catch them. Right. Yep. And then, um, you said, we don't actively pass it through God's word. You can't passively take something captive. Yeah. The balls on your court. And then, um, the natural disposition of our thoughts is disobedient to Christ. Mm-hmm very interesting yeah. Yeah. okay and then i wanted to i wanted to quote something here from an article that i recently read from uh someone that you and i uh, know and follow ricky uh, dr laura sanger yeah and uh i, I think i want to end this uh, segment tonight with these words mm -hmm. that's okay with you it's not too long of an article but it was written on her website uh, back in December 22 uh, of 2021. Okay. So right before Christmas time, she wrote this article and it's in her health and wellness section. 